Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 1st of August 2023 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Warm and sticky hugs go out to our fellow Hong Kongers, both here and around the world. We hear you, Hong Kong, and we are listening. Still no show in August, but never fear. We're gearing up for a new show on the 21st of September, live at the Fringe Club. Vincent will be our wonderful host for a show with the theme, Piece of Cake. Pitches will start soon, so if you have a story you think might fit, get in touch through the Contact Us link on the website, hongkongstories.com. There are also free workshops if you'd like to try your story out before pitching. Details can be found on the website too, hongkongstories.com. On Saturday, September 23rd, there'll be a paid workshop you can attend. This one goes through the whole where and why of storytelling, why we do it, and why it's important to exercise your storytelling muscles. The workshop is three hours long, and you'll have a chance to work on a story of your own during that time. Space is limited, so go to the website hongkongstories.com and book a space now. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now with a story told live on stage in February 2022 in a show that had the theme Lost in Translation, here is Ella. It happened in 1985 uh, in Tashkent, the capital city of Uzbekistan, then part of the Soviet Union. I was there as an interpreter for an international women's congress. I was 32 years old. We were 12 interpreters, two guys and 10 girls. One of the girls was my friend Tamara. She actually recommended me for this job. Uh, Tamara was a couple of years older than me. She had a typical Russian look, blonde, blue eyes, but I never saw her as a competition. <laughs> I, I liked the guy called Alexander. Alexander was in his mid-30s. He was well-built, blonde, dark eyes, and he wore his blue jeans so tight. <laughs> he He looked so sexy that when I first saw him, I thought, this is a perfect man for me. I was taking every opportunity to catch his eye. I guess he noticed that, and he smiled to me several times. Oh, his smile was so warm, so meaningful, so promising. We had a small talk once, but that's it, nothing more. And the time was pressing. One day, Tamara and I, at breakfast, were looking for a place to sit down. And suddenly, we were invited to her table by the representative of Mongolia, Udval Sonomin, the chairperson of the Mongolian Women's Committee. We recognized her immediately. Uh, Udval was short and wide. Uh, She wore a baggy gray suit, making her even more square than she was. She had black uh, hair with gray uh, streaks put into a bun on the top of her head. However, when she started to speak, she turned into an attractive woman. She had beautiful soft voice. Her smile was so friendly and her eyes were full of fire. Her speech at the Congress was a bomb. She said that at the age of 63, she already had great-grandchildren. And 
a 13-year-old son. Result of big love with a man 20 years younger. Uh, we had a nice chat with Ludwig, and eventually started to talk about men. I told her about Alexander, my feelings. However, I sighed, it's not an easy task. There are so many women around who are younger, slimmer, and taller than me. Uh, the competition is high. She said, mm, all that is nonsense. It doesn't matter. You know, when I was young, I was riding my horse about Mongolian steps, and five or six guys were following me. They all wanted me. <laughs> I can give you good advice. <laughs> Just come up to the object of your desire and ask him, what do you like, tea or coffee? <laughs> he says tea. You say, oh, I have good Indian tea in my room, and invite him for a cup of tea or coffee, depends. Uh, or another thing, she continued, you can ask him, what's your favorite color? He says, green. You go to the nearest department store and buy a green blouse, put it on the next day, or a green scarf. Woodwell, I said, I'm on business here. I don't have time for shopping, and besides, while I'll be putting on my, uh, my blouse, somebody else will be taking off hers at this very moment. <laughs> she admitted the existence of such a risk factor. <laughs> well, I still decided to try it. At lunchtime, I saw Alexander and I said, what do you like, tea or coffee? He said that he preferred tea. And I said, you know, every evening uh, I sit on my balcony uh, drinking a cup of good Indian tea. He smiled to me with his uh, signature smile while I was about to continue and said, sorry, it's my turn to interpret. I need to dash. Well, next time when I saw Alexander, I asked him, what is your favorite color, Alexander? He said, red, of course. That's the color of our national flag. I appreciated his irony, though the answer closed the opportunity uh, because I didn't have anything red in my suitcase. At dinner time, we were sitting with Udval again, we, Tomara, and I. Uh, I told her about the failure with the tea coffee, and I said that his favorite color was red. And unfortunately, I didn't have anything red in my suitcase, not even a pair of red panties. Woodwell <laughs> paused and said, I have another piece of advice. It will work. You know, the best is to have a middle person in the matters like that. Ask your friend to come up to the guy and say, my friend is mad about you. <laughs> we both looked at Tamara. Tamara promised to do it for me, and she did. I saw her talking to Alexander. Well, things seemed to move a little bit from the standpoint. Once, I stood on the balcony looking at the panorama of Tashkent, and I felt a gaze. I turned back. This was Alexander. He said, Tashkent is a beautiful city, isn't it? Oh, yes, very, I answered. 
and atmospheric too, he continued. Have you already been to the famous bazaar? Yes, I have. I, I said, uh, I've been there, but I did not see much. I was there guiding a silly American woman. I'm planning to go there tomorrow. Oh, he reacted. Let's go there together. And this time, you'll be my guide. Saying that, he looked deep into my eyes and said, see you tomorrow, and winked. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that night I could not sleep. My thoughts were racing. What if after the bazaar he invites me to his room? Shall I go? Shall I not? I read in women's magazines that uh, having sex too soon was wrong. <laughs> okay, I played by ear. At 4 a.m., I felt like going out and to air my head. The hotel was slipping. The corridors were empty. This was the kingdom of silence. And suddenly, I heard the sound of an opening door. And this was the door to Alexander's room. I hid myself behind the column. For the fraction of, the, uh, of, the, of a second, I thought that that was him. And he just couldn't go asleep and wanted to go out for a walk. But instead of Alexander, I saw Tamara tiptoeing <laughs> tip out of his room, holding shoes in her hands, her shoes in her. She gazed around and hastened to the elevator. What? No. No. Really? Am I hallucinating? I, I cannot believe my eyes. Really. I just wonder whether the bitch wore the red panties. <laughs> A couple of years after, I met Woodville again. This time in Moscow at another women's congress. We hugged. She said, you know, these pieces of advice are such crap. They don't work. No kidding, said I. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.